Now, it's Everything is Golden on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Here is your host, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdly. My friends, welcome. It is Everything is Golden. And this week's episode, The Wide World of Crime. Let's start here. The Federal Communications Commission, that would be the FCC, has issued a record-breaking $300 million fine against an auto warranty scam call operation. Now, I wonder how many of you have gotten this scam call. I know I've gotten this call. There is an international network of companies that was involved in this. More than $5 billion, that's with a B, more than $5 billion robocalls were made to over 500 million phone numbers in a three-month period back in 2021. Now, if you were on the do not call list, it didn't matter. You got the call anyway. You know the call. You've heard this. We've been trying to reach you concerning your car's extended warranty. You should have received something in the mail about your car's extended warranty. Since we have not gotten a response, we are giving you a final courtesy call before we close out your file, press 2 to be removed and put on our do not call list. Press 1 to speak with someone about extending or reinstating your call's warranty. Now, that was a total scam, like most of these things are, where they're calling you out of nowhere. Now, this scam used a bunch of companies, Sumco, Panorama, Virtual Telecom, Davis Telecom, Geist, should have been Heist, Geist Telecom, Fugel. Telecom, Direct Tech, or Tech Direct rather, Moby Telecom, Posting Express, millions, millions of people they hope to dupe. Now, this $300 million fine should go a long way towards stopping the bad actors here. But let's see how many more bad actors there are with other schemes. Now, you've heard them. The so-called IRS is calling you. You get calls every day from some healthcare group. You get calls from supposedly companies that are Visa, Mastercard, telling you that you're, you're, you know, you're, they've got some great deal for you because your credit history is so well. These scam callers are everywhere. I'm glad to see that the group behind this particular scam is busted. More to go. Speaking of scams, wide world of crime. Prosecutors are seeking to revoke the bail for FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried. Now, Bankman Freed has been accused of releasing some email toward his ex-girlfriend, personal documents of Caroline Ellison, his former girlfriend. And for that reason, the prosecuting is saying this was witness tampering. This was intended to mess with their witness. And they want Bankman Freed's bail revoked. Let's see what happens. One of the things that has happened already with this is that a lot of the people, a lot of the Democrats involved with the money that took donations from FTX, all of a sudden, any liability from that seems to, seems, I said, seems to has just, poof, disappeared into the ether. No one's talking about that much. All right, wide world of crime. Let's turn, ooh, this is not good. A married New York City Police Department lieutenant has been arrested on charges of sexually assaulting a civilian employee in the department. Lieutenant Wilder Lucas was indicted last week, charges stemming from allegations made by a woman named Amy Ventura, who said Lucas grew abusive as their relationship soured. He's now been suspended from the New York Police Department without pay, and apparently... 
This was involving also sexual violence in the workplace. Her lawsuit says there was a pattern of emotional abuse, sexual manipulation that culminated in a sexual assault at work on the job. So we'll see whether this suit continues and what happens here. Wide World of Crime continues with this story. And this should come as a shock to everybody listening because we were all told that the elections, why the elections, nothing happened here. Everything was good. Nothing wrong happened here. Well, this story comes from MSN.com and a startling development. Democrat County Supervisor Trey Atkins of Virginia was arrested, indicted on 82 felony charges involving voter, what? Voter, what? Voter fraud. Yes. Voter fraud. He's serving right now what he was as the Knox District Supervisor in Buchanan County. What prosecutors are saying he did, he showed up at the homes of voters with absentee ballot application and ballots to make sure he would have their vote. A grand jury indicted him on 82 felony charges, including 34 counts of false statement and election fraud, 11 counts of absentee voting procedure violations, 11 counts of forgery of a public record, three counts to conspiracy, to making a false statement and election fraud, and more. His aunt was also indicted. She took part in this scheme to make sure that he got more. This is called voter harvesting. And this voter harvesting isn't just happening in one little isolated area of Pennsylvania. It's happening all over the country. Now, if this one guy got busted, imagine how many people, well, no, yes, imagine how many people haven't. Imagine how much of this stuff is really going on, if you dare. More news from the wide world of crime. Let's go to sports. There's always some good crime stories in sports, right? Former NBA player sentenced to 10 years in prison. For defrauding the NBA's, <laughs> sorry, I don't mean to laugh. Health. <laughs> Why am I laughing? I'm laughing because this kind of this kind of does uh, destroy a stereotype that some people have. They think athletes, uh, you know, they guys can bounce the ball. Once in a while, you get a guy that's a Rhodes Scholar like the ex uh, New York Knickerbocker uh, Bill Bradley, who later became a senator. Once in a while. You'll get someone that's really, really smart as a player that excels. But for a lot of the guys, the stereotype is, well, you know, they're good at sports. But outside of that, they're not the big brain trust. Well, apparently this guy was pretty swift. This guy, Terrence Williams is his name. He's a pretty smart guy. He figured out a scheme how to defraud the NBA's health care benefit plan. The United States Attorney's Office announced last Thursday that former NBA player Terrence Williams sentenced to 10 years in prison, a lot of ball bouncing in there, for defrauding the league's health and wealth <laughs> welfare benefit plan. He shook it down for more than $5 million. Now, he's been incarcerated in Brooklyn since spring 2022. After he threatened a witness in the case, he played for the New Jersey Nets, Houston Rockets, Sacramento Kings and the Boston Celtics during his career. He took a plea guilty last year to conspiracy to commit health and wire fraud as well as aggravated identity theft. He led a wide ranging scheme to steal millions of dollars from the NBA players health and welfare benefit plan. He recruited medical professionals and others to expand the criminal conspiracy, maximize his gains. He not only lined his pockets through fraud and deceit, say the prosecutors, 
but he also stole the identities of others, threatened a witness to further his criminal endeavors. And for those brazen acts, miss, yes, acts, A-C-T-S, not acts. For those brazen acts, acts, Williams will now face 10 years in the slammer. Our wide world of crime continues with this little note. This is tragic. Two U.S. Navy sailors have been arrested on charges that they allegedly were spying for China. Federal prosecutors also came up with that one last week. Jin Chao Patrick Wee, Petty Officer Second Class, was arrested Wednesday, last Wednesday, charged with espionage, more specifically conspiracy, to and committing the communication of defense information to aid a foreign government. And there was another one. Petty Officer Wen Heng Zhao, Montgomery, uh, Monterey Park, California, also arrested by the FBI and NCIS agents. I wonder if this is going to be on an NCIS episode soon. He's charged of, uh, with conspiracy, receipt of a bribe by a public official, and he's 20, uh, Zhao was 26 years old. He worked out of the naval base at Ventura County. What do you know? Chinese spies in our Navy. Who would ever imagine the Chinese government would do this? All right, wide world of crime continues. Let's go to Detroit. Detroit. Federal judge says a black man looks like a criminal to me. Appeals court tosses the man's conviction. Now, when I first saw this headline, I'm like, what? The judge said, what? This black guy, he looks like a criminal. Why? Why? Well, I can understand after I read the full thing in context what the judge was saying. Now, this particular defendant, Lee Ron Liggins, was finally ready for trial after two years. After two years, they're still trying to get this guy to trial. He lost his composure, the judge did. The judge, Stephen Murphy III, U.S. District Judge, in 2020, after Mr. Liggins, after Lee Ron, had repeatedly switched between wanting to plead guilty and choosing a trial, failing to get along with another lawyer. He ended up swapping out four different lawyers. And so this is what Mur- Murphy said. Now, different context. Keep the context in mind when you heard the headline, right? Looks like a criminal to me. Here's what he said. The whole context. I'm tired of this case. I'm tired of this defendant. I'm tired of getting the runaround. This has been going on since February 6, 2018. This guy looks like a criminal to me. This is what criminals do. This isn't what innocent people who want a fair trial do. He's indicted in Kentucky. He's indicted here. He's alleged to be dealing heroin, which addicts, hurts, and kills people. And he's playing games with the court. Now, the judges apologize. In my mind, the judge was not making a racial statement whatsoever. He was making a statement about criminal and criminal behavior. Back to New York on the wide world of crime today. Ed Mullins was the head of the New York Police Sergeants Union. Last week, he was before a judge pleading for mercy. Apparently, the firebrand ex-union chief said he had lost more than his post upon his federal arrest and conviction for plundering through $600,000 from the Sergeants Benevolent Association. He did that through bogus expense reports. And now, going to jail two years. That is not going to be fun. There's another horrible case involving police officers, this one in Mississippi, Mississippi. Six 
Mississippi police officers pleaded guilty to a shocking attack that was racist against two black men involving sex toys, firearms, and stun guns. That resulted in one of the police officers shooting a man through the mouth. The group of six police officers, all white, all admitted to assaulting Michael Corey Jenkins, 32, Eddie Terrell Parker, 35, after entering a house where they were at in Braxton Simpson County, and they tortured these guys for about 90 minutes. Sex toys, firearms, stun guns, even food, milk, eggs, alcohol, and chocolate syrup. Sounds a little freaky, right? Anyway, these cops are now facing ex-cops, rogue cops, are now facing a total of 500 90 years, and some of them two life sentences for their behavior. Back to New York. Wide World of Crime continues with this. Two former educators accused Bronx superintendent of sexual harassment have now asked the judge to rule in their favor after the school head, the guy charged with sexually harassing them, failed to even show up for any of his court hearings at all. Even though this guy, his name is Roberto Padilla, had a lawsuit against him, He was hired by the Board of Ed to lead two dozen schools in the South Bronx last year. Don't know what the status is here, but anyway, the two who have accused him of sexual harassment won a summary judgment in their favor because he hasn't even bothered to show up at court. Up in Boston, and we'll, I could go on. I have stories like this. We could go on for an hour, but I'm not. We'll end it here. Today's podcast from the wide world of crime. Teenagers, half a dozen of them, are facing charges up in Baston for allegedly assaulting Baston police officers. Police had gotten several calls about this group. They were loitering, hanging around, causing problems near South Bay. That's up near Dorchester last week. So, cops show up. What do these teenagers do? They threw rocks. They hit the police officers. They shattered cruiser windows. Several of the police officers who uh, did show up received injuries, thankfully, not life-threatening. They ended up arresting six males, ages 14 to 16. Now, my friends, can you imagine, many of you, a 14-year-old, you're 14 years old, you're 16 years old, they're a group of you, the police show up and say, hey, 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 you're causing too much racket, you're doing what? And your group attacks the police. I'm sorry, don't mean to sound like an old fuddy-duddy. This would have never happened in the old America. There was too much respect for officers of the law, and too much respect for what happens when you go home and tell your parents, oh, guess what? I was throwing rocks and throwing items at police officers. The punishment would have been swift and severe from my own dad. I mean, I would have, and you too. Many of you know what I, that would be one you would have wished it never happened if you dare do something so heinous. But we live in a different America today. And so... The wide world of crime will continue another day with more from around the country, various goings-on on the criminal side of the tracks. That's it for this week's podcast, Everything's Golden, The Wide World of Crime, Episode 4 this week. Thank you for being here, and hopefully we'll see you next week. Bye.